You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 720. The Superboy Chronicles, New Adventures of Superboy, issue 49, Zatera's Magical Mystery Tour. So we are digging into New Adventures of Superboy, issue 49. So we don't have a lot longer left in the series. Um, and I will probably do the next issue with a bunch of people because it's, of course, the uh, the whole Legion story that brings together all of the um, Dial H stuff as well. So let's get into it. All right. So we start off with a cover... Um, of um, the issue, again, a Gil Kane cover where we have, I don't know, is it Hercules? I don't know. I don't know who the guy is. Um, but um, he, oh, sorry, Turlock the Berserker, which, hey, you got to love that, right? So Turlock the Berserker is um, on the cover here, and he um, is... Uh, you know, driving a chariot with um, a couple of uh, two-headed dogs, you know, etc., etc. So uh, coming out of like a space warp over top of uh, downtown Smallville. And uh, we also see a sign that shows a Dial H for Hero sign, just as a little clever uh, bit. Because, of course, Dial H for Hero was in the backup feature um, in these issues. Um, all right, so we start off the page. If you remember from last time, way back, I don't know how way back it was, um, the um, Kent General Store was uh, blown up. Um, now, we had a lot of, like, you know, rubble showing, but it doesn't look like too much, you know, concrete or brick has been removed from the place. It looks like it just blew out the wind, all of the windows. Um Anyway, Superboy's flying down toward it as they uh, put up, as the firemen put up the uh, fire, and he says, "Great Krypton, no, pause store, and he'd be in it this time of day." So, um, Superboy had heard the explosion, and uh, and he it says, as usual, he expected the worst. He just didn't quite realize how bad the worst could be. This one is brought to us by Paul Kupperberg, writer. Kurt Schaffenberger and Dave Hunt are the artists. Now, um, note the uh, last issue; it was just Schaffenberger, and I always, you know, I always thought that Dave Hunt was a great um, blend for his his pencils. And seeing the the two back to back, I can see why because it's the closest thing you get to Schaffenberger inking himself. And any artist will tell you they always kind of prefer uh, what it looks like when they do it. All right, so so we are um, also uh, Andy Kubert is the letterer, isn't that neat? Um, Jerry Serpy is the colorist, and Julius Schwartz is the editor. And the title of the issue is Zatera's Magical Mystery Tour. All right, so let's roll up. All right, um, Superboy flies in and says, "I must have they I must have missed something. They couldn't have gotten him out already. I just heard the blast." 
and uh, and the fireman says, holy smokes, as Superboy flies by. And he's thinking, Pa's got to be in here. And I'll find him if I have to rip the rest of this place apart. And uh, he starts, you know, pulling away at, at, uh, at um, support beams and stuff. And uh, Chief Parker says, great gun, Superboy. What are you doing? Hasn't this place suffered enough damage for today? And he says, it's P- Mr. Kent, Chief Parker. He may still be trapped under the debris. That's how rattled uh, Clark is, is that he almost gives away um, his identity. Um, And Chief Parker says, oh, he's fine. I got him out in the ambulance right now, patching up a few scrapes. He said, what? And he gets out there and says, Mr. Kent, are you okay? And he says, oh, uh, Superboy, I'm fine. Just got a little banged up when the concussion threw me against the wall. And then big old stage whisper, what happened, Pa? And he says, I'm not sure, son. I think the... uh, Boiler must have exploded. I was in the rear of the store when it blew. And if it hadn't been for a stack of cartons taking the brunts of the blast, I might have wound up in as bad shape as my poor store. Stop looking so worried, Clark. I made it out of there on my own steam, didn't I? I'm fine. And uh, Chief Parker says, if you're through there, Jonathan, I'd like to ask you a few questions. And he says, I'm all yours, Chief. Thanks for your help, Superboy. Take care now. And uh, Superboy says, I'm just glad you didn't need more of it, Mr. Kent. And off he flies. But, you know, he says, uh, he thinks to himself, I'm sure you will before long, Pa, because that wasn't any exploding boiler that wrecked the store. And um, Chief Parker uh, asks him, he says, what blue thunder happened here, Jonathan? He says, I can't rightly say for certain, Chief, but I got my suspicions, and none of them are very good. All I do know is that the events of the last few days are pointing to one conclusion. Someone is trying to kill me. Um... Yep, things don't happen like this in Smallville, or do they? Um, so uh, Superboy's continuing to fly, and he says, I wonder why Pa lied to me about the cause of the explosion. Didn't he think I would investigate with my supervision and see that it was some sort of bomb that did the damage? I suppose he has his reasons, but uh-oh, looks like I've got company. And uh, Lisa Davis is walking up to the uh, house as he flies in the window and meets her at the door. He says, or rather, Clark Kent does. Um, so he says to Lisa, he's sorry he couldn't wait for her after school, but he had an important errand to run, which was, of course, battling Lex Luthor um, in the story One Superpower Too Many. And she says, that's okay. I had uh, an errand of my own to take care of, getting my hands on these two tickets for tonight's show at the Bijou. He says, gosh, that's uh, the, the Zatera, the music- magician's show. It's been sold out for weeks, but how? She says, we got my dad to thank for, for a real real estate broker. He's got a lot more connections than a wall socket. You interested? Are you kidding? I'll pick you up at seven sharp. Don't be late. I want to get good seats. And uh, you remember there was like a, a, an issue earlier in the series where he met Zatera um, as a super baby. Um, I think somewhere in the uh, in sort of the, the late 20s or, th- or 30s of, of the series. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then we have um, a guy named John Weber. He's a classmate of Clark's, um, and he's saying, no, please, I'm sorry, in in his bed. He says, I didn't mean to be evil. you got to forgive me. Please forgive me. And mental energy goes and blows up a model plane on his dresser. It says, his name is John Weber. For the most part, he's just an average teenager, a classmate, in fact, of Clark Kent's. But for a while, Johnny was different. And for that time, he was known as Dynamind. You remember we did that a while back. It was a three-issue thing. Um, 
he thought that was all behind him now, but he's been finding out otherwise. So he's having a nightmare where he thought he was blasting things apart with his brain, but then he finds the plate and realizes he is doing it. And he thought, well, I wasn't imagining that part of it, but I don't have superpowers anymore. Not since the combination of red kryptonite and the mystery element that gave him to me wore off. This is crazy. I've gone straight ever since. The judge let me off with probation. Even if I can't shake those weird nightmares about Superboy chasing after me and accusing me of being evil. So how come I've still got some sort of power and, heaven help me, how do I get rid of it and all this guilt? Flip over to um, 321 Maple Street later on that evening. And uh, Clark runs into Ma on the stairs, um, I guess down in the sort of ba his basement uh, lab, HQ, whatever you want to call it. Um, and she says, I thought you were going out tonight. And he says, I am. But first, I wanted to talk to you alone about whatever trouble Pa is in. Why is he keeping it from me, Ma? And she looks up the, behind her at the stairs and uh, says, keep your voice down, Clark. Your, your father was more badly shaken than he cares to admit. He's finally fallen asleep. Maybe I shouldn't be telling you this, son. You know how Pa is. So fiercely independent, he feels that it's his fight and his fight alone. You see, Lisa's father, Mal Davis, wanted your father to run for the city council to help oppose some people trying to put up one of those newfangled shopping malls in town. Uh, that's just going to be trouble, isn't it? Ever since then, he's been getting these horrible threats. And now this. Oh, Clark, I'm so afraid for him. And he says to her to take it easy, you know. He says he may have wanted to keep it from me. But now that I know, you could bet I'm not going to let anything else happen to him. And she said, I knew we could count on you, son. If only we, Pa had listened to me earlier. And Clark says, eh, he wouldn't be Pa if he had. I have to go now, but I'll be keeping an eye on him wherever I am, so stop worrying. She thanks him because it makes her feel so much better. And here we are, 8 p.m. that night, um, as uh, Clark and Lisa are lined up for Zatera's magical mystery tour. Tonight only at the Bijou in Smallville. Um, she says, isn't this exciting, Clark? I hear that Zatera's a real honest-to-goodness magician. And he says, so they say, Lisa, this show ought to be something. He says, as long as Zatera sticks to stage magic, I've encountered the real thing enough to know I'd rather avoid it in the future. And shortly the showgoers uh, get settled and uh, they introduce Zatera and he appears on the stage and, um, you know, top hat and tails the whole bit. And uh, so um, they uh, he does his whole thing, you know, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, you've come here this evening to witness a demonstration of magic. I hope I won't disappoint you, but I shall be issuing the more mundane aspects of my craft, such as this and that. And he makes a bouquet of flowers appear and he takes off his hat and a rabbit jumps out of the hat and he says, and we'll move along right along to the grand illusions. And so, so he does this, and he has this whole thing where there's a woman and a horse. I don't know what that trick is. Um, but then there's him in a straitjacket, and then they show him um, uh, hanging upside down with his hands tied behind his back. From a, he's hanging upside down from a trapeze over what looks like a big water tank. And then toward the end of the show, he says, And now, friends, if I may, I would appreciate the <clears throat> use of one of your bodies for my final bit of business. And Lisa says, please, Clark, volunteer. Maybe you'll get to see how he does his tricks. And he says, gee, Lisa, I don't know if I... And she says, you've just got to get over your shyness, Clark. And there's nothing like showbiz for doing that. And he says, but, but, but... Ah, uh, yes, the young man in the red sweater. What's your name, sir? Or what's your name, young man? And he says, Clark Kent, sir. And he says, tell me, Clark, do you believe in magic? Um, 
And he's like, I guess so. So he puts him in one of these, you know, disappearing cabinets and says, I hope you're not claustrophobic because it gets mighty tight in here. But only for a moment. After that, well, you'll see. And he says, what am I supposed to do? He says, just relax. Oh, and enjoy the trip. And he slams it shut. And he says, uh, you know, comfortable, Clark? And he goes, it's awfully dark in here, sir. He says, uh, then perhaps I can be of some assistance. Waves his hands and uh, they quiver. The, the uh, um, thing, the cabinet quivers. And um, and the audience waits, expecting something awesome, but instead they get nothingness. And he says, it appears my young assistant has left us. I'd better follow. And he goes flying in, and he says, in, into the cabinet and says, in case he needs directions home. You'll excuse me for a moment. So everyone kind of laughs because they know it's an illusion, right? Um, but then he gets thrown out of it. And uh, he's by the stars. Something in there attacked me, but that's not possible. This is all the simplest stage magic. Only the, the boy should be in the vanishing cabinet. And why would he strike me? Even if he did possess the strength of my attacker. No, something is amiss. Um, and he says, and if it's what I think it is, I'll be forced to resort to true magic after all. And, um, so let's see here. Okay. And right, things are stuck. All right. There we go. Um, the boy exploding because the whole cabinet explodes and he says, that settles it. This isn't an act anymore. It's become a war with the boy still inside there. It's time I stopped acting as well. And he says, Zab Imak Rithedagat Niaga, which means box come together again um, because you read Zatara's words backwards. Um, so whatever's inside is incredibly powerful. It's fighting my spell with overwhelming force. I hope I can hold it back. But hope as he might, he can't. And um, and things get crazy. There's a whole lot of Kirby crackle. Um, not something you see often in a Schaffenberger uh, drawn book. But uh, out comes uh, Turlock the Berserker whose dogs are a little browner than they were on the front cover. But, you know, um, so this guy comes out and he says, stand back, odd being long. Have I sought this portal betwixt our worlds and none may keep from entering Turlock, the berserker. And, uh, these, you know, everyone starts running away from the stage and Lisa's like, Clark, where are you? Come back. Um, and he says to, uh, and so Turlock says to, uh, Zatera, he says, you, you're the one who would deny me entry. And for that transgression, odd being, you'll taste the mace of Turlock ere your interfering soul meets its master. And he throws a mace at him. And, um, uh, uh Zatera's spell, spelled backwards, but I'm just going to read it forwards, is wind deflect mace. And from out of nowhere, a wind comes that, uh, grabs the, uh, um, at the mace but it turns out he couldn't dodge it in time and um and he says turlock might have been grateful to you for it was your magical aura i followed across the dimensions but your efforts at restraining me have shown me that mercy would not be wise meanwhile lisa's still kind of worried about clark and uh but superboy comes flying out of the kirby crackle and says don't worry miss clark's fine which is more than you'll be able to say for that foul-tempered fiend here and um he gets a sword to the stomach and is oof as an airborne sprite, eh? Well, the day Turlock's blade is no match for one such as you is the day he dispatches himself to the Great Void. And, um, you know, Superboy's like, wow, that, that hurt. This guy's magic is for real, and that makes him more than a match for my powers. 
since, aside from kryptonite, I'm susceptible to the effects of sorcery. That's right. That's why he doesn't like the magic. And from the looks of him, Zatera's not going to be much help for a while, uh, because, you know, Zatera has been knocked out by the mace. And so Turlock says, Turlock is stifled by this confinement. He must have freedom to survey the kingdom that henceforth shall be his. Ha ha ha. Um, and so out he goes, and all of Smallville hears the, uh, the thundering laughter, including uh, Johnny Weber, who is no exception. The only difference being that he recognizes it for what it is, and he's like, Superboy's in trouble. Don't know how I know that. I must have gotten some, It must have something to do with these powers I've still got. And after the way I tried to fool him last time, there's no way he's going to trust me to help him now. Unless, unless he doesn't know he's getting help. It's always the way. Everybody who helps Superboy doesn't let him know. Um, he's joining the Pete Ross Club. So uh, off he goes. And um, uh, while Superboy chases after um, Turlock, the Berserker. And he says, listen, you, Smallville's not in the market for a tyrant today. And he says, so the stripling persists in his defiance. You shall regret that decision. As much as Turlock's dogs enjoy rending your fre flesh from your miserable bones. And so Clark's worried. He's a great Krypton. And he thinks to himself, these creatures are magical in nature and killers by instinct. Rao only knows what'll happen if one of them gets his jaws on me, which makes the big trick avoiding that very thing. There's no time to check out this theory, but here's hoping they rely on oxygen to breathe. Well, that's quite a thing to to uh, take your chance on, right? Um, he says, because if they don't, I'm just wasting my time creating a vacuum around them with super suction. It looks like it's sleepy time for your puppies, Turlock. It'd be a swell idea if you joined them. I thought dark ones never have Turlock's hounds been bested. But you shan't live to boast of your victory. And uh, he said, arg. So much for the direct method. I don't have any defense against his magic. And unless Zatera comes too soon with a head full of brilliant ideas to fight this thing, Smallville's in big trouble. Um, uh, Zatera starts waking up and, um, and uh, he's thinking, wow, you know, um, you know, if Turlop's mace had done more than graze the skull, he says it was my magical aura that led him to Earth and it's my responsibility to send him back where he came from. So his vision is blurred, his body is racked with pain, and the magician hurries outside to find, yes, that's right, uh, Turlock standing over Superboy. He says, Superboy? I'd nearly forgotten this is his hometown. He doesn't seem to be uh, faring at all well against Turlock's magic. And I could only hope the same will be true of Turlock and my spells. So um, he uh, casts a spell. Uh, it says, ground, reach up, and envelop Turlock. And it does, because that's how things work. <coughs> and so the dirt, you know, comes up around and uh, and um, and encases uh, Turlock, or as some might say, envelops him. And he says, "Yes, demon, the sorcerer, your conqueror." And um, Superboy says, "Terra, I'm glad you're here. I don't think I'm up to taking on other dimensional monsters of magic on my own. Only well, now that he's trapped, what do we do with him?" Well, it doesn't matter because he's far from trapped. He uh, bursts it open with a kaboom. Take a drink. Um, and uh, meanwhile, Johnny Weber looks from around a corner, uh, says, I wasn't wrong when I sensed trouble. That big guy looks meaner than anybody I ever saw. M mean enough to hold Superboy at bay. What if my powers aren't enough to... No. Got to stop thinking that way because if I can't help Superboy stop that guy, 
nobody can. So Johnny concentrates and reaches deep into his uh, in, into his brain and the recesses of his mind for a power he knows exists, even if he doesn't understand its origin. While at that very instant, um, Superboy says to Terra, we've got to hit him at the same time with everything we've got. And he says, it's our only chance. And he says, right, so magical energy attack Turlock. And so all of these things happen at once, right? Johnny does his mental blast. Superboy uh, punches the guy in the, in the face. Uh, Zatera uses the magic. All of them hit Turlock at the exact same in incident. Instant, uh, and then he's gone. And so Zatera is really pleased. He's like, we did it, Superboy. Our combined efforts have sent the monster and his dogs back to their own plane of reality. And um, uh, meanwhile... Uh, Johnny Weber is uh, is sort of recovering behind the uh, corner. He says, huh? That's what you think, pal. But go right on believing it. It's weird, but the explosion seems to have drawn off the remainder of my powers, sending them to whatever place we all sent that monster. Well, you can keep them. Best of all, I feel like I finally redeemed myself, even though Superboy will never know how I helped. Yep, I think I'll finally get myself a good night's sleep. Well, see, isn't that nice? That worked out well. nutcake vicky why ask him to justify anything he does and then finally stop and we see sort of a spirit a long-haired dude with a like an illuminati triangle on his uh you know the eye in the pyramid on his uh forehead and he's holding the h dial and he says who you it can't be i killed you and he says you cannot kill me any more than i could slay you so this one is called farewell to the master all right Oh, and we see um, that the, the master is uh, blonde-haired. So the guy says, uh, I've uh, the spiritual thing, the spirit thing says, I've come because we must join together. And he goes, us together? You are everything that I am not. And they say, Nick, what's going on? He says, I'm not sure, but it's the wizard who made your dials. I think he's here to save us. And Chris says, well, you better do it quick. And it says, you sought the dials for a reason you could not remember. I created new ones, but never knew precisely why. At last, I've discovered what we've both truly searched for. And uh, he's holding a dial. And, he's, and the master's like, another dial? He says, not just another. And they say, Chris, the wizard is dialing. Check out what's happening. I'm having enough trouble sp staying afloat and trying to, uh, to spend time watching the floor show, pal. So there's a big foom blam. And they say, well, the master's been blasted. Whoopee, that's not going to stop us from drowning. And he gets up and he says, suck a gee, I'm Robbie Reed. And they're like, hey, get us out of here. So um, he says, my gosh, what have I been doing? I've got to get him out. And they're like, whew, glad that's over. But who is he, the wizard or the master? Because um, he drains the tank. And he says, neither, and both. Here, dry off while I tell you about myself. 
And um, Chris says, wow, talk about symbolism. He's throwing in the towel because uh, uh, he sends, throws him a towel. And um, he says, my career began a few years ago when a crime machine built by an organization called Thunderbolt knocked me right off a cliff I was standing on. I thought I'd bought the farm, but instead found myself inside an unexplored cavern. Well, not totally unexplored. Somebody had been there before me. And he's thinking, Sakamajee, some kind of weird dial. Um, if like I have the, the Dial H uh, showcase, and it's all these stories. It's great. Um, so I took it home, and I must have somehow tuned in on it. Even a boy genius like myself couldn't have deciphered its alien code so quickly. It says, I knew somehow that I had to dial the alien equivalent of H-E-R-O to make the thing work. So I did, and I became Giant Boy and began my career fighting Thunderbolt. And uh, over the next month, uh, next months, I became all sorts of heroes, and it shows a bunch of them. Um, and he says, using my powers to fight Thunderbolt and any other criminals I came across. But H-E-R-O wasn't the only thing that could be dialed. Someone once dialed villain, V-I-L-L-A-I-N, and turned into a supervillain who almost destroyed me. And he said, uh, big deal, even with only four letters, our dials you can get can get you into trouble. Like the time I dialed H-O-R-R-O-R. I sure learned fast not to fool around, says Chris. And Robbie says, I bet you did. In fact, it was a similar absence of forethought that got me into trouble. I was on a school field trip to a local museum when a character uh, called Shurkan of the Many Eyes popped up, literally searching for relics with magical qualities. Shurkan was created by Eric Edwards of Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Um, and he's, and so uh, um, Shurkan says, Back, all of you. Stay back or face my wrath. <clears throat> and he says, I didn't need an invitation. I uh, ducked out of sight and dialed and became circumference. Oh, my. Where's Darren when I need him? Uh, circumference was created by John Porter of Mustang, Oklahoma. He says, you kids think you've had some oddball hero identities. You should have seen this one. Um, yeah, he had like um, like a circle head and uh, looked like a, looks like a red angry emoji and uh, balls for hands. Again, where's Darren when I need him? Um says, still, the powers were effective. I blasted uh, Shurkan with a sphere of light energy. Unfortunately, his dark magic was stronger. Then he led me on a wild villain chase, which ended when he suddenly seemed to give up. Without suspecting anything, I landed for what looked like an old-fashioned showdown. So he does that, and um, <clears throat> Circumference says, what will it be, Shurkan? Energy blast at 20 paces? says, neither, you fool. I've uh, lured you into landing on one of my eyes of the earth. And he says, move off that spot, and every weapon on this planet will detonate at once. Wow, that's messy. He says, farewell, hero. The fate of the world is in your hands. And Shurkan flies off. Sorry, Shurkan of the many eyes flies off. So he says, the toughest part of the, about the scheme was uh, trying to guess whether Shurkan was bluffing, but it certainly wasn't, that certainly wasn't a chance I could afford to take. And I hit upon a solution. And he dialed the alien equivalent for Split, S-P-L-I-T, and became two people. One was the wizard, who was filled with all of the power of good magic, and the other was a scientific genius who could find the way to deactivate the Eye of Shurkan. <clears throat> so he takes his belt off and he jams the eye, which was like a little patch of ground he was standing on, uh, with his belt buckle. And he says, but there was something I hadn't realized. All of my goodness went with the wizard, leaving only evil. And he says that evil nature, small as it was, now had control and wanted to become a master villain. Knowing that the dial alone could destroy my plans by turning me back into Robbie Reed, I dialed, hide yourself. The dial vanished, and with it, the memories of my previous life. 
He said, but it didn't seem to matter. I would become the master and rule the world with an army of supervillains. Meantime, <laughs> I don't know how he did that. Uh, meantime, the wizard's magical powers proved too much for Shurkan. But the loss of the dial, which wiped out the master's memory, did the same to the wizard. And the wizard's like, I was supposed to do something, but I, I just can't remember. And um, so the master forged government orders, gained access to the now defunct DNA project. His scientific genius enabled him to learn all about it and improve on it. And despite their loss of memory, the master and the wizard were well aware of one another's work. To combat the villainous army created by the Master, the wizard made your H-dials and lured you to them. The one-hour time limit, the lack of control over what you became, even the restriction to only the letters H-E-R-O, were all built in by the wizard's subconscious so that what happened to him, uh, us, me, couldn't happen to you. Still, the Master knew he had to destroy the wizard and get those dials, even if he didn't know why. When the wizard was blasted by his counterpart, memories flooded back. He left you to find the mas to fight the master while he searched for the original dial. That's some story, uh, Vicky says, but all this time we've been in a war between the two halves of you? And Chris is like, well, at least we won. And Nick says, I don't think it was us, Chris. I think it was Robbie's own good nature that defeated the evil side. And... Um, and Robbie says, whatever it was, I've had enough. I'm giving up dialing H for hero and turning the dial over to you, Nick. He says, me? Obviously, my good side saw the strength of character in all three of you. And since you were the one whose ideas became the heroes, because the whole thing was that Nick had been drawing these heroes and that's where the ideas were coming, the, 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 the characters were coming from. He says, since you're the one whose ideas became the heroes, you deserve to become those heroes too. And he says, good luck to all of you. And then there were three. I believe that is the end of, like, Dial H. Um, <clears throat> until the new Teen Titans issue where they come back and it's it's a bit of a disaster. And um, I don't think Nick is part of that, interestingly. Um, and, um, and Chris, at one point, becomes uh, part of the... Uh, unfortunately never really explored uh, Titans West that showed up in the Hawk and Dove annual um, where they had a bunch of the the Titans West characters and it was kind of like oh so this is what Titans West is like post-crisis and so you have Flamebird and uh, Golden Eagle and all that and uh, but you also have um, Chris King as a guy who can like turn into he'd internalized the dial so he could turn into random heroes so Anyway, but that is uh, the end of that, and so I will wrap this up. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, uh, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're gonna let's let's dial um, yeah let's dial go back in time, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure nothing could possibly go wrong, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>